Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having a unbelievably awesome day today. It's gorgeous down here on this Friday, and hope you guys get a chance to listen to the Hagman Report tonight. Dad is actually going to be on that show. He hasn't been on in a while. We actually haven't been on in a while. A lot of stuff, you know, we've just been trying to get back on track over here, and we he will be on that show tonight, so you guys check it out. It's going to have a lot of good stuff. I know he's got a lot of information to talk about, so be sure to tune into that, and also, too, to give everybody a early heads up on I think we're going to activate a uh, coupon code special, the HR5. If anybody wants to take advantage of that, that'll be 5% off all regular price products on the website. I think I, uh, I'll activate that for him tonight so he can put that out there, but you guys will be the first ones to hear that code. So again, also, thank you for the support of getting the truth out there every single day in this continuous fight that we're in and all of us are in. And be sure to check out the product of the week, the Cortisol Buster, on sale right now for 10% off on the website at healthmasters.com. And first thing I wanted to bring up here, and I was doing some research on it and looking at it, and we're seeing the numbers now continually go up and up and up as far as hospitalizations with people for all kinds of random ailments. We're now seeing the reports that came out from the CDC highlighting from last year that essentially the number of inpatients admitted in the hospital under the age of 18 for respiratory and immune system problems was at its all-time high August of 2021 because, you know, usually the data is about a year behind on that. And, of course, they contributed to them not having access to adequate vaccinations at the time. And it wasn't fully approved yet, even though they were injecting children with that shot way back last year already. And this is going to be a continual ongoing concerted effort to try to make sure they normalize people dying from random things except anything other than the side effects from the shot. I saw an article earlier. It was talking about a baseball player from North Greenville University, Davis Heller. And, you know, last uh, about a month and a half ago, and my condolences to his family. This is never, never fun when somebody passes, but he was 22-year-old. Unbelievably good shape, baseball player, uh, basically was found unresponsive in his dorm. No drugs, no foul play, nothing. It was basically another sudden adult death syndrome they can't explain. And this is horrific. I mean, this, this guy, was, he's a kid, man. He's 22 years old. I mean, in, in, the, in the height of his college career playing baseball, I mean, getting ready to graduate. And uh, the sad part about this is, it's not isolated, guys. It, it, it's becoming more and more of a common occurrence. And what they're trying to do now with using these terms like sudden adult death syndrome and, oh, they had a you know immune system problem and all these other terms that they're using, they're trying to get people normalized to this occurrence happening where people that are complete and totally healthy young adults suddenly drop dead and nobody can figure out how they die. They just Oh, well, it's sudden adult death syndrome. It's just the new normal. It's just happening now. Nothing to see here. And what they're doing is they're making sure that people cannot talk about what's really happening the best they can with the mainstream media. You know, I showed you guys yesterday. I, I posted the article on the website about what we saw now with this Freedom of Information Act that got reported through a Judicial Watch showing blatantly that the whole concept of what we've been told – as far as over the last year, it was a complete and total lie. I mean, 
they showed us right here that the U.S. government was complicit with making sure they had the most aggressive vaccination propaganda campaign everywhere from producers to screenwriters to comedians to church leaders to doctors to black doctors to social media influencers. The list goes down the line. Every single person that's pretty much on the payroll now of mainstream media telling everybody it's safe and effective, it's safe and effective, it's safe and effective. The whole thing was a lie, and now this bill that has now been written into law now is an update in California. This is interesting because you know California, they're always kind of the spearhead at making the stupidest decisions and the worst decisions for their population as far as the California government. I mean they, that is an abysmal failure out there. I mean <laughs> Gavin, Gavin Newsom just put out a tweet telling everybody there's going to be 22 million Californians that are going to get a $1,000 tax gas rebate. Deposit it right into their account this week. You're going to get $1,000 directly deposit in your account because we are such good government officials. We really want to help everybody out. So we're giving you $1,000 back of our already immense amount of money we've stolen from you every single year because it's a, it's a gas rebate. You know, we're here to help you out because we care about you. It's for your safety and protection. What he bothers to even fail to mention is that California has almost double digit prices as far as almost twice as much here in Florida. Most regular gas is around $3 a gallon right now. I think 309 is what I saw yesterday. California's over $6 a gallon. They're twice as much as the average in almost the entire country because of taxes they put on it. Then they turn around and they tax you a state income tax and massive state sales tax. I mean, I think the average state income tax over there that everybody pays is like ten, twelve thousand a year. It's obviously based on your income, but I think it's the average is like ten, twelve thousand a year. So you pay like a thousand dollars a month every single month in state income tax. Ooh, uh, Gavin, Gavin Newsom, boy, you're just you're doing everybody a solid. You're giving them one month of their state income tax that you've stolen from them back and a tax rebate for gas, so you can keep raising the prices. Oh, that's not going to hurt the cost of living in California anymore, is it? You start pumping out tens of millions of dollars in everybody's bank account so they can go spend it back again. The whole thing's a complete and total sham. And to make it worse, I saw this California Legislative Information Assembly Bill Number 2098, Chapter 938. This is approved by Governor Newsom September 30th, 2022, filed with the Secretary of State September 30th, 2022, and it states – Admission in 2098, existing laws provide for the licensures and regulation of physicians and surgeons by the Medical Board of California. Existing laws require the applicable board to take actions against any licensed physician and surgeon who is charged with unprofessional conduct. The bill will designate the dissemination of misinformation or disinformation related to the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus as COVID-19 as unprofessional conduct. This bill will also make findings and declarations in its regard. And then section one here, what it says is these are declared by the state of California. The legislation defines and declares the following. The global spread of SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 has claimed at least 6 million lives worldwide. Data from the federal CDC government shows that unvaccinated individuals are at risk from dying from covid 11 times greater than those who are fully vaccinated. Here's what I just said, guys. The state of California is declaring this as a governmental fact that 
people that are unvaccinated have 11 times chance higher dying than people who are fully vaccinated. This, as you guys well know from your own research, is a complete and total lie. It goes on to further to say this now, the safety and efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines has been confirmed through thorough evaluation by the FDA and vaccinations continue to go intensive safety monitoring by the CDC. Then here's the part you guys are going to like here. It shall constitute unprofessional conduct for any physician or surgeon to disseminate misinformation or disinformation related to COVID-19, including false or misleading information regarding the nature and risk of the virus, its prevention, any treatment, and the development, safety, and effectiveness of all COVID-19 vaccines. What they're saying in here, if you guys didn't pick up on that, they are going to constitute it unprofessional conduct for any physician, doctor, nurse, practitioner to say anything about COVID-19 vaccines, anything other than vaccines are completely safe and they are 100 percent evaluated by the FDA and they're completely safe and effective. Anything else you say about the COVID-19 shot, you will be declared as unprofessional conduct, and they will strip you from the, your, your license. They will strip you. The board will strip you from your license. You will no longer be a practice in the state of California, period. This is how far they're going in California to make sure nobody can speak the truth. It's bad enough, and I've seen a lot of this where you have the board go after certain people's licenses that are bringing stuff up or getting very vocal. No. This doesn't even have – in this article now, this doesn't even have to be guaranteed like they're putting out information. You can simply have a patient snitch you and say, my doctor told me the COVID shot may not be very safe. Is this true? Oh, who's your doctor? Uh, we'll contact him and handle him directly. Immediately, they revoke your license. You are no longer allowed to practice, period, that fast. Anything you say other than the COVID shot is completely safe and effective and has been fully safety tested, anything other than that, board, license, gone, everything you've worked for, medical school, everything you've tried to build, practice, gone, that fast. This is what happens in a tyrannical society. The truth can no longer be spoken. It is forbidden, and they are doing it one step at a time, and that is why shows like this are so crucial with supporters like you that are so crucial to continue to scream the truth louder than they are screaming the lies because, as I always say this, the only thing that Basically, evil needs to prevail is for good men to do nothing and be quiet and sit back idly by. That is what they're waiting on everybody to do is slowly but surely become so quiet, become so submissive that they will continue to shut down any truth and say it's lies and misinformation and disinformation to the point where the next phase – and see, I'm not worried about this right now as far as my direct push on this because I know there's so many people. What I'm concerned about is another five to ten years. They're going to do this again. I promise you 100 percent they're going to try to attempt another pandemic, pandemic again. This 100 percent is a guarantee. They're going to whip it up. Now, it may not be in six months. It may not be in a year. They're going to do it, and when they do it next time, they're going to do – this first one was a beta test. It was a really big experiment to see what they could get away with. 
And what they did was they took notes like you do in any experiment. You take copious notes and you look at it and you analyze and you say what worked and what didn't work. What could we do better next time? How can we control the mindset and the group thing next time? How can we prevent people from actually talking about the truth and what we're doing to them next time? And what they're doing is they're taking copious amounts of journals and notes on all this. The next one they roll out, they're going to know all the hard points, all the soft points, and all the holes that they're going to need to fill. That is what they're doing right now, and they're doing it slowly but surely, and they're waiting on this next generation to be so dumbed down and so subdued because they're going to be so worried about being politically correct because you called little Johnny boy sir or he or whatever pronoun he didn't prefer, and you're so offended, and they're so offended, and everybody's so offended by everybody being so offended. Nobody even knows how to communicate once again anymore, and nobody even realizes what the government is doing to them. This is why it's so crucial to get the truth out there. What do you think, Dad? Um, good opening, Austin. Uh, you're you're right. And, and California is a failed state. Period. It's just it's just messed up. And there, I feel sorry for you guys if you live in California. I hope you're in an area in a county that's not being basically heavily regulated like they do the entire state, or the county officials aren't basically doing what the city or the what the state says. I hope you're in a good area. That's all I can say. Anything like San Francisco in that immediate area or L.A. Oh, what a mess, especially with all of the migrants coming in from, you know, from Mexico and all the gangs coming in. I wouldn't want to live there for anything, though it's probably one of the most beautiful states, you know, in the in the world. The country is one of the largest, you know, gross products as far as it's like I think the fifth largest producing product group in the in the world as far as if it was a country. It's still just an unbelievable mess, and they're running constant deficits there all the time. And so uh, it's it's ridiculous. And Austin's right. They give you $1,000 back after they overtaxed you for everything. It's ridiculous. One of our Australian listeners contacted me this morning and wanted to know if I could give him a list you know, of what supplements need to be used if you've been forced to take the shot and what supplements can be used in order to maintain your health as far as if you're trying to stay healthy as far as from being exposed back to this stuff. Uh, and I've done this multiple times, so it's awesome. But I'll go ahead and run through it again real quick. Uh, it's it's going to be vitamin C with quercetin, vitamin D3 with K2, uh, zinc, vitamin E to keep the blood thin, cod liver oil to keep the blood thin, HGH stimulate, and N-acetylcysteine. Those are the key ingredients that you've got to be taking on an ongoing basis, especially, guys, listen to me, if you were forced to take the shot. Really, really important that we understand that we have to keep our blood thin, keep our immune system strong. And it's, it just is what it is on that. You've got to take supplements now, and you've got to make sure you drink a lot of distilled water every day. If you weigh 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water a day, half your body weight in fluid ounces. If you weigh 100 pounds, drink 50 ounces of distilled water a day because the primary component of the blood is water. And if you dehydrate yourself, it makes it easier for the blood to get thick and easier for the blood to clot. And you don't need to do any of that stuff. Very important. And if you can avoid please do so don't do the booster shots just don't do them i i I don't i don't know how to say anything more sincere than that don't do it but i want to tie something together with you real quick i want to tie klaus schwab together i want to tie the world economic forum together and i want to tie it together with the young global leaders program and i want to tie it together with fauci because i told you the same group runs everybody and the same group runs the planet and the same group is dictating policy let me give you this article. Fauci received Israel's Dan David Prize in 2021. The same prize funds used by Klaus Schwab to launch the WEF's Young Global Leaders Program back in, you know, many years ago. As, re- as Russian Today reported Sunday, the U.S. Chief Medical Officer Anthony Fauci's net worth surged up to $12 million in 2021, nearly twice as the $7 million in 2019. Watchdog Group, it's funny how it did that, isn't it, guys, when he only makes 400000 a year. 
remember, the net worth is after taxes. So how much did he get? $20 million to pay the taxes on to get his net worth to double like that? And it had been – and Watchdog Group opened the books revealed on Friday, citing financial disclosures that obtained from Fauci's employer, the National Institutes of Health. That is a shocker in itself, but also the open books spreadsheet included this nugget. Under Anthony Fauci's 2021 gifts and reimbursements category, his disclosure quotes, I received a Dan David Prize for Public Health from Tel Aviv University on May the 9th, 2021. The declared prize was $900,400, almost a million dollars. Interesting, the World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab Klaus, used Dan David Prize money, $1 million in 2004, to launch the inaugural 237-member class of the World Economic Forum's Young Globers Leader in, in 2005. Wow, think about this for a second. All of this stuff is coming to light now, and we've been telling you about this and who these people are for years now on this show. And it's really important to understand that you know we are being played like a cheap fiddle right now, and it's important that we don't allow them to play us like this. Because if we do, if we allow them to continue to yank our chain and do whatever they want to do to us, uh, we're going to continue to believe all of these lies, and it's no good. It really isn't. And uh, let me give you um, a few names here real quick. I, uh, Dan and Deanna and Catherine and Dory and Jonathan and Marcy and, and Diane and, uh, you know, and uh, T. Pauly and Dory again and Margaret. I want to thank all of you guys, Joshua, Jennifer, uh, Bill, uh, you know, all of you guys for sending me all of these emails that I've been getting on a regular basis because it really helps me to stay busy. And thank you so much for sending your photographs with it. And I did have somebody else say to me yesterday, they said, you need to go ahead and spell out your email address. And he's right because, it, you know, doctor could be spelled D-O-C-T-O-R. But, it's, you know, so here's how the email, here's how, here's how, here's how it's spelled out. Ask Dr. Ted B at Yahoo.com. That would be A-S-K-D-R-T-E-D-B at Yahoo.com. And so I wanted to kind of clarify that because I like it when you guys type me up on stuff and make sure that I'm doing things right. Thank you so very, very much. By the way, uh, Biden now is basically pushing nuclear Armageddon, and he's been, the, the government now is spending hundreds of million dollars on getting products that are going to help. How should I say? Combat radiation poisoning. Guys, listen to me. You know, potassium iodine is so cheap, nascent iodine, and uh, you know, just keep that stocked up in your closet. You know, just a little bit. You know, for six or eight weeks for you and your family. It doesn't have to be. You know, cases of it. Uh, just make sure you keep it about 50 milligrams a day in case you do have something happen to you, as far as nuclear explosions or a dirty bomb or whatever. I still don't believe for one second we're going to a thermal global nuclear war. I don't believe it, never will. But Biden now is saying that nuclear Armageddon risk is the highest since the 62 crisis, and we've got to ask ourselves a question. Who in the world pushed this? This was basically the same Klaus Schwab group that's saying by 2030, you know, nothing, and you'd be happy. That group, again, who basically runs the world central banks, who basically tells everybody what to do as far as the Fortune 500 and Fortune 1000 companies, all the other groups out there that are in the New York Stock Exchange being controlled by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. It's always the same people. And when you, look, when you do it on the Hagman show tonight, I'm going to go into depth. I'm going to go into historical depth on who these people are, how they got into power, what they do, and what their objectives are. So you guys make sure you listen to Hagman tonight. Really, really important. Uh, by the way, we got to ask ourselves a question. Is the U.S. blood supply tainted? Wow. 
after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's FDA's emergency use authorization of COVID-19 COVID vaccine, blood clots were some of the earliest adverse events observed, and abnormal coagulation continues to be one of the most frequent and serious problems reported. As of mid-September, the vaccine adverse event reporting bears notorious for capturing only a minuscule proportion of adverse events of approximately 1%. Right. So that means if one person is basically listed as having an adverse event, there's probably a hundred more that's had an adverse event. But they received the notification of 43,000 blood clotting disorders, which means that would be into the millions and millions and millions, including acute onset problems in young children. Clotting disorders make the blood clot too easily, generating clots that can travel through the bloodstream and increase the risks of heart attacks and strokes among other potential complications. Now, we covered this in depth yesterday, and that's why I covered again what you need to be taking if you've been forced to take these shots as far as supplements. You've got to keep your blood thin. I would take at least two to three tablespoons of cod liver oil a day. And if you can choke it down, I take a tablespoon of black seed oil. I take that stuff. I try to take it every single day. And I've gotten to the point now I can actually take it without using pomegranate juice. And I just kind of just hold my nose, so to speak. And I just take a shot of it and take a couple tablespoons of it and Chase, chase it with water real quick, and it really, really helps a lot as far as pretty much everything as far as I'm concerned. By the way, Austin was talking about this in California with these doctors being having their license removed. Now the doctors are filing the first lawsuits challenging the COVID California law that seeks to punish physicians for COVID misinformation. This will be a long suit. It's going to be a long time in court, and these guys are going to spend a lot of money, but I'm glad they're doing that because they're going back against California to get court orders and judge orders to say the California government can't do this. And, and what I've learned is this. When you give the opportunity to the government to regulate you and to license you, and I understand that a lot of people have to be licensed, but when you do that, you give them the opportunity to control you. You really do. You know, For instance, you know, I understand that there have to be licensing out there for, for physicians who are doing heart surgery and licensing physicians who are, you know, helping other people as far as, you know, with, you know, with serious internal injuries, et cetera, et cetera. And I got that. You can't have everybody you know, holding up a shield and saying, oh, by the way, I can do this surgery on you. No, you can't. Certain times you have to be licensed. But when you do that, you always got to remember the regulatory bodies then have control over you by taking your license away and breaking it down and stopping your livelihood. I've seen it repeatedly. And some people, you know, like plumbers and, you know, electricians and all that, I got that. But the reality is if you do your own plumbing in your own house, you don't have to be licensed if you're building a house. If you do your own electricity and your own electrical work and your own wiring, if you know what you're doing, you don't have to be licensed. I'm not recommending you to do any of these things yourself. But what I'm saying is regulation always comes with this cost-benefit analysis as far as them telling you what you can and can't do. So I've kind of, I've kind of got a you know, that's kind of a double-edged sword, and I'm really happy these guys in California are doing something about this. Uh, by the way, also, um, in other news, there's some foods that you can actually take to help prevent depression. And the number one thing that I would like to promote on this is that you've got to be taking foods that are high in omega-3 fats. Now, a lot of people recommending eating unclean meat, uh, you know, like oysters, et cetera, et cetera. I, I don't recommend that at all. I mean, that's a serious problem. You get all kinds of parasitic infestations from that. You get all kinds of paralytic shellfish poisoning. We've covered it on the show. Stay with wild salmon. Now, if you want supplements, you can take folate. You can take, you know, B vitamins. You can take cod liver oil, uh, magnesium brain food. You know, selenium, thiamine, vitamin D3, B6, B12, vitamin C, zinc, all those things are very, very good to combat depression. But don't be going out and eating foods that you know are toxic or unclean for you because they're a problem. By the way, the Times of the UK have now come out and said that anti-vaxxers are a global menace who must be defeated. 
Now, think about this. Think about the rhetoric here, what they're saying. They're making us like the terrorists. Either you're for the terrorists or you're for us. Yeah, you're going to choose which one you want. That's that same mindset that George W. Bush pushed on us back in the early 2000s when he went to war. But this is an article. Let me read it to you. The latest stage in the battle against COVID-19 has begun. Across the UK, people over the age of 50 are being called for vaccination with a booster this autumn to protect them against a likely new wave of infection this winter. But how many will accept it? The anti-vaccine movement is a growing threat to public health where, and across the globe. Over 3.7 million in Britain, 6.4 percent, are yet to have received a single dose of the clot shot with rates of refusal highest among young adults. The black population, go black population, I'm happy for you. I think you're pretty smart. You don't trust people like, like that. The unemployed and the unended deprived. In other words, so you're basically, they're telling you that you simply don't know when you're unemployed and you're deprived. In the United States, 21% of us are not yet vaccinated at all. And then they come out to lie again. The risk of death is 14 times higher in the unvaccinated and without full coverage, the danger. I mean, are you kidding me? This never, ever stops. This rhetoric, this rhetoric, this rhetoric. And now Marvel and Pfizer. This is crazy. Brad sent me this article. You know, Marvel and Pfizer are now going together to basically work with biotech companies to promote vaccines to children who are reading comic books. I mean, this is nuts. But you got to think about it. How big of this Avenger world and how big of the Marvel world that we have now and how big is this and how it's affecting so many people in Marvel's latest corporate promotional collaboration Pfizer has commissioned the comic book publisher to publish a pro-COVID vaccination and advocacy story where the Avengers' efforts to save the world from one of their arch foes are equated to the individuals keeping up to date on their shots and boosters. This is directly targeted towards children and people that are completely immersed in Marvel. I know some, there are some people out there, they won't miss a Marvel movie. And, uh, you know, I, don't get me wrong, some of the Marvel movies, especially the original ones before they became woke, like that last Thor movie, they're pretty good movies. They're good action-adventure movies. But guys, it's a movie. It's fantasy. You know, the God of Thunder is not coming down to throw a hammer. It ain't going to happen. Iron Man ain't going to fly around in a suit, though we probably do have that technology. <laughs> All right. Captain America and the super soldier stuff that happened there supposedly during World War II, that may have happened too. And we probably have that technology also, but they're not going to tell us about it. And But they're not going to be superheroes. Uh, you're not going to have Spider-Man lumping, jumping off of buildings and, and swinging around on webs that are coming out of his wrist. Okay, this, this is fantasy in case you guys need a reality check on those listeners that are absolutely immersed in Marvel. And it basically is something they really want to be involved with. Reality is this. I mean, we went to that, that, that thing up with Marvel, up with, with Man Cow, up in Chicago. A couple of years ago, and we met the guy who was basically doing the Marvel, the the the, the, P, the Peter Parker guy. The, I don't even remember the guy's name, the new Spider Man, and he was real nice, and it was fun. I enjoyed doing it. Man, Cal made that available to us, but it wasn't like my world was coming to an end if I wasn't there. There were people that were dressed like the Avengers. There were people there that were basically carrying, you know, the the shield for Captain America and wearing his outfit and, and wearing clothes that were all puffed up to make him look like they're all muscled up. Like it was, it was crazy. It was like a freak show, <laughs> and so the reality is. This is Hollywood. It's movies. But then this culture that they do has so much power on the population, especially the young people in the United States, that it's, it's incredible what it does if you don't understand who these people are and what they believe and what they do. But guys, listen to me. Keep your heart and minds in Jesus Christ. He's real. The entire Greco-Roman calendar changed. You know, We're in 2022 now because – of Jesus, everything changed. Gladiatorial combat to the death stopped. You know, people being crucified on crosses stopped. 
the entire world was changed. The entire Western civilization was changed because of Jesus, because he's the author and he's the finisher and he's the perfecter of our faith. It's on him that we trust. It's on him that we count on. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. It was absolutely wonderful. I love you guys. I thank you for your continued prayers. I thank you for your continued emails. You guys mean the absolute world to me. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? You're absolutely right. Hollywood has been absolutely instrumental in controlling the mindset of the younger population for decades. And, I mean, that goes to show you they knew exactly what they were doing with this vaccine propaganda they pushed out to all of them. And, you know, Lana and I were talking the other night, and she said, you know, why is it you feel that this generation has been so much more susceptible, it seems, to a lot of the propaganda and rhetoric? And I said, well, there's a couple schools of thought. And then I said one thing that I definitely know has been very visually changing as I said, you know, about six months ago, me and her watched an old VHS tape. We had I found a VHS player and wanted to see if it would work. And I forgot how unbelievably grainy the quality was on VHS players, especially when you have it on like a, you know, a higher def TV and you see just the quality of it. You're like, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. And what's interesting about it is, though, now that's what the normal was back then. You know, a little 20-inch television, you know, on the counter and, you know, a little VHS player and movies on it. And that was the extent. A lot of movies and stuff were just kind of that. They were just accessories. There was something to do when it was raining outside if you didn't want to read a book. Other than that, you're usually outside running around. And I said, what's happened now is I said this digital world pretty much starting in the, the late 90s, early 2000s started to really develop vastly with the video games. And with the higher def video games and the animation, and then you start seeing the special effects in films that has gotten to the point where you can't even tell now in some films if it's special effects or it's not. I mean, you look back at an older movie like Titanic, <laughs> and you watch that now, and you're like, golly, some of the special effects. I mean, they were great for their time, but you look at it now, and you're like, wow, that's pretty blatantly obvious. And so what's happened is now the technology has gotten so advanced to where it's very difficult to actually perceive what's real and what's fake in movies. Like you see some of the new Jurassic Park films. I mean, these are full digital dinosaurs running around. They're not the animatronics they use in the first Jurassic Park where they actually have, you know, the dinosaur moving around. Same thing with Jaws back in the 70s. There was no special effects with Jaws back in the 70s as far as CGI. They just had a big old shark that was floating around in the water. And so then that movie was very creepy back in the 70s. That's why it had such a negative impact on beachgoers because it was kind of beyond its time as far as having a 25-foot great white shark eating people in the water. Nobody really witnessed anything like that. But it goes to show you how Hollywood, over decade after decade after decade, has become more and more effective at controlling the mindset as the movies and the quality become more and more and more detailed. And so now the video games have made it worse because now you have all these Marvel video games you can play. And now they have virtual reality video games. You can put on the headset and you're in a virtual reality Marvel world and you can play and be Captain America or Iron Man. And the issue of it is it's not that, you know, a grown adult wants to play a game and, you know, kind of relax for a little bit. It's the fact that you have these very, very young children that are playing these games and they're playing them all the time. They're becoming addicted to where they're so immersed in this lifestyle, in this world. That's the whole thing they talked about, basically the metaverse. 
they want to make it so people do not want to live in normal reality. They would rather live in their digital world and simply are easier to control and get them to comply. So it's very important. These younger children, keep off a lot of the digital stuff as long as you can, guys. I mean, obviously, there's nothing wrong with a good, clean movie in here and there. But, like, my kids don't have iPads. I, I, I People are shocked sometimes when I tell them that. Like, your kids don't have iPads? So, no. What do they need an iPad for? They got books. They can read. Oh, well, some of their schools on iPads. No, it's not. I'm not doing any of my school on iPads. They don't need to have a digital screen they touch and stare at. A, the blue light is extremely harmful to their eye development and their eyesight in the future. That's already been directly proven through numerous research. Staring at a big, bright screen for six, seven, eight hours a day is extremely harmful to your eyes. That's why I tell people a lot of times if you're on a computer like I am right now, I've got blue light blocker glasses that I'll wear if I'm on the computer a lot. But then I always try to take a break for a while, and I'll go outside I'll go run errands. I'll run the bank. I'll get up, move around, and try not to stare at a screen all day long. It's not healthy for you at all. Secondly, it's not good for your mental development if you're a young child because almost all those different types of games, all those YouTube videos, all those downloads, you can download different app games. They're all based in order to continuously keep you addicted to them. It's how they generate money. They keep people constantly going. They have ads and stuff they play on them. Remember, the whole basic algorithm that they built Facebook on was based on the same algorithm that they use on slot machines and digital gambling at casinos. It's designed to keep you constantly enticed a little bit more, a little bit more with the heart buttons and the likes and the comments and the emojis and all the different things you get. They built social media off casinos and what they do with with the slot machines. It's very, very simplistic when you understand the psychology of the human mind and how to control it. Now they use that against children and continue to keep them more and more addicted. Also, too, in other news, this is something I found interesting. I watched the trailer to it yesterday. You guys know, and I got a lot of flack for this back in 2020. I pretty much told you guys that my personal opinion, I was personally designating BLM and Antifa as terrorist organizations in the United States. When you have groups that are getting on national television and national radio and social media, and they're literally calling for other people to come together and burn down cities, literally what they said, and going down in over 140 cities were on fire in 2020 based off BLM and Antifa rioting. And I told you guys BLM was a complete and total scam. Well, Candace Owens is releasing her documentary on October 12th directly relating to the entire BLM scam that was directly funded by a lot of George Soros money and other individuals including the CIA. They she goes on the I she pulled up she got Freedom Information Act IRS reporting for tax filing from 2020. The BLM corporation generated 79 million six hundred and forty four thousand eight hundred and twenty three dollars in earnings in 2020 80 million dollars in 2020 alone they generated just from essentially donations you know how much money of that they put back in the community that she has now found zero Zero dollars. Every single community that BLM was strategic in and burning down and rioting, nothing's changed. A lot of the buildings she goes and looks at interviews from, they're still boarded up. They never reopened again. She did find, though, in some of the filings that BLM spent over a quarter of a million dollars on whores and prostitutes and BSM workers, BDSM workers, and online porn. <laughs> quarter of a million dollars. It's terrible. It's terrible. No, I'm, I'm, you, can, you watch this documentary. This, this is going to get you guys really riled up because what it got me is I went, wow, 
I was actually right about this. Again, BLM was a complete and total affront, and all they did was get tens of millions of dollars and literally did nothing with it. Remember, there's already been all these reports now of these individuals that were at the top of Black Lives Matter, and they've bought two and three and four million dollar houses, three and four and five of them across the country, throwing extravagant, gigantic parties, the expense of $100,000 a party in some of them. You want you to wish this show came out on. And so this, again, is why I have told everybody, always look at everything with a broad scope when you start hearing the mainstream media tell you you have to support stuff. Remember, there were people like Gavin Newsom and public officials and politicians that were marching with BLM and raising their hand and saying they had full support of BLM. Guys, the whole thing was a complete and total scam. It was all fraud. So the black Americans that they encouraged that you need to do this and you need to support that. And she says here, should black America must be freed from these lies so that all Americans can be freed from the media-driven deceptions that we're exposed to every day. That's what Candace Owens said. And she's spot on. But now, I don't agree with everything she says. I'll tell you that right now. But what she's been doing with this and for her to go and do this documentary and expose this to this extent, she's put a lot of time and work into this, and it needs to be six. I've still gone places where people have Black Lives Matter flags and signs up in the window. And I'm like, okay, maybe at the beginning you thought it was for something. I get that. Now, dude, there's no question about it. You can't even sit back and try to pretend that they were for anything of the black community. It was a complete and total affront. So, again, something to look out for and just thought I would bring that up here. Also, too. Another news, this is interesting, kind of a funny article, but it's not funny, but it's showing the hypocrisy. And very angry mom went to a high school board meeting the other day in Iowa. Her name was Kimberly Reeks, and it went viral after she shocked parents and teachers at her local school board by pulling off her trench coat and revealing an outfit in a very small leotard in protest of the drag show that just took place two weeks before at the high schools, the child's high school on stage, except it was the same outfit that was then worn by a grown transgender man who wanted to be a pervert pedophile and essentially try to expose himself to high school minors. Oh, yeah. So she said they, they protested this whole thing, this drag show thing they had at this high school. And the school board said, oh, no, this freedom of expression It's totally fine for him to get up there and be in a leotard with his appendage basically sticking out. And he's going and spreading his legs for these high schools. It's totally OK. It's totally OK. She said, OK, I'm going to go to a board meeting. She pulls a dog on trench coat off wearing this tiny little leotard. She goes, does anybody else find this attire appropriate right now while I'm in this meeting? Does anybody else think this is OK for me to wear at this meeting? And when she approached the podium, basically, she says, she goes, I'll say, because if this makes your head turn and this irritates you or you find this offensive, and it should, because this is the same outfit a grown man walked into our school wearing and did the exact same thing, except he was dancing and spreading his legs on stage for our children. So please show me how this isn't hypocrisy at its highest level. And a bunch of school board members got really upset about it. And quite frankly, I was pretty proud of her. And she plainly said, she goes, I didn't want to come up here and wear this. This is embarrassing. She goes, but I wanted to prove a very, very clear visual statement that this is not okay. That we can't sit here and say, oh, well, you can't wear this to a board meeting. But a grown pedophile transgender pervert wants to get on stage and do this in front of our minor children. It's somehow perfectly okay for him to express himself this way. And this is something that I've got to say I'm, I'm proud of this lady for doing it because this I guess it's a fun. I want to get up there to a school board meeting. It's awkward. You can tell she's awkward when she gets up there. But 
this is the level. This it's like Candace Owens. She made that comment in this article, and she goes, "I found out that I had to scream the truth louder than they were screaming the lies, and that's exactly what I'm doing." And she's spot on with that quote. We have to become louder than they're screaming the lies because they're trying to drown out the truth by being louder, by screaming louder, by trying to suppress us and say, you can't say anything. I get to scream louder than you. You can't say anything. It doesn't work like that in a constitutional public, guys. Everybody gets the opportunity to scream as loud as they want. It's called freedom of protest. Now, you don't have a right to come in and start hurting people or burning down buildings or throwing Molotov cocktails and improvised explosive devices. Well, well, of course, unless you're BLM terrorist or Antifa terrorist, then that's okay. You, you guys are allowed to throw improvised explosive devices at federal agents in the middle of downtown areas. That's, that's totally okay for them to do it. But anybody else in the world, that's not acceptable behavior. And, of course, I'm showing, again, the hypocrisy that you're seeing now over and over and over again. We have to be louder. We have to be more vocal, and we cannot sit back idly by and pretend that this is happening. When they're telling us that we have 20, 21, 22-year-old athlete children that are extremely healthy, that aren't doing drugs, that are extremely active, and they're suddenly dying from sudden adult death syndrome because, oh, well, he was fully vaccinated, but that wasn't the cause. That made sure he was healthy. Guys, this isn't the new normal. We cannot allow this to be the new normal, my friends, because that is what they are trying to do. They are trying to make this become the new normal that everybody starts to think this is okay. This is what's happening. People are just dying randomly now, and our teenagers and our young adults and our young college students are simply falling over and dying and keeling over because, well, that's just the new normal. If you say something long enough, no matter how big the lie, no matter how crazy and extravagant it is, if you say it long enough and you repeat it over and over and over again, people will begin to believe it. And that's exactly what they're doing now with sudden adult death syndrome is trying to act like this is the new normal. We cannot allow this to be the new normal. What do you think, Dan? Dawson, we warned everybody. We told everybody a year and a half ago when they started shooting everybody up with this stuff that once they found out that all these people were going to start dying, they're going to use other excuses as to why you know, this wasn't the vaccine. I mean, we, we told everybody what they were going to do because they've got to cover up the deaths. They can't. If, I personally believe that we've had millions of people die from the vaccine in the United States. That's my personal belief. Millions, not not hundreds of thousands, millions. I believe we've had hundreds of millions of people die globally from this vaccine the apocalypse, if you want to call it that. And those are my opinions. You say, well, you can't document that. Well, let's stop. Okay, I just gave you my opinion. You know, and this is a eugenics protocol combined with basically, you know. Uh, you know, genocide is what this is. They've told you they want to reduce the population of the planet down to 500 million. They put it on the Georgia Guidestones. So those wretched things were blown up a few months back. And, and this is the thing that people just aren't paying attention to. They're telling you what they're going to do. And they're, nobody wants to believe it because of normalcy bias. Everybody wants to believe it's going to be Kumbaya and we're going to have Andy and Mayberry walking around and we're going to have Aunt B and we're going to have Barney walking around with one bullet in his gun that he has to keep in his belt and that everybody's going to be happy, happy, happy again. And, and everybody's going to be copacetic with everybody because it's just how it's going to work. And we're all going back to Mayberry RFD or back to Gilligan's Island. But we're not. That's not going to happen. This is a fight. These guys are playing for blood like it says in Tombstone, that movie with Val Kilmer, you know, Kurt Russell. You know, they started a game that we didn't get to finish. Played for blood. I was just fooling. I wasn't. That's, they're not fooling this time, guys. It's like Austin said. They're going to release another pandemic. And the thing about it is, is, do they really even need to release another pandemic? They've got so many people now. You know, 80% of the population of the U.S. has been injected. 
probably 80% of the planet has been injected. So you're looking at billions and billions of people that have been injected with this. Do they really need to start another pandemic or do they just need to keep the vaccine boosters going to continue the high death rates? I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, we don't know. All we know is they're evil to the core, that these guys are Kabbalist, Luciferian, pedophile weirdos who are part of a sex death cult. We got that. We understand that. If you listen to this show, you got that. All right. But, but, the, but the problem is, you know, we don't know what their what their perversion is and how deep they're willing to go. But we know they want to drop the population way down. We got that. And we know that they're basically trying to start World War Three, even if it's going to be theater World War Three with false dirty flags, nukes that maybe not even be real nukes just so they can justify some other attack against Russia. We know they're blowing up pipelines. We know they're doing all the crazy stuff. We know they're running the fuel prices through the roof. We know there's a global fight right now on who's going to be dominating as far as the currency, and we know that both sides are being controlled by the same central banks. We got all. We know all of that stuff. It's like Klaus Schwab said, you know, you'll own nothing. And it goes back to Otto Kahn and the article that I've read so many times on the show. We control both sides of the narrative. He was one of the founding members of Kuhn Lieb and founding members of the Federal Reserve in the United States in 1913. He said in 1920 when he was being interviewed, we control both sides of the narrative. We hold the earth by its axis and we turn it any which way we want to get our desired outcome. That's the people that run the planet, guys. And they're the ones who pushed the whole thing with the Frankfurt School that I'm going to talk about in depth tonight on, on Doug's show again. Guys, so important we understand that. And then we have people like DeSantis, which I talked about him the other day. Hope he's for real. But he's now he's down here telling everybody, you loot, we shoot here in Florida. Ron DeSantis delivers a blunt warning for looters that Florida's a Second Amendment state. And they've got people that are basically coming in and looting that were basically coming across the border illegally. He says they all need to be sent back to their respective countries. We don't want looters in our state. And Grady Judd said the same thing. You loot, we shoot. And you see, this is the thing we have here in Florida. Florida's a very unique state, all right? Except for like places like, you know, you know, down there by Miami and you know, and et cetera. Those places are kind of weird. They're kind of like New York that got moved down here. But you know, you know, you know, but what we have here in, in Orlando, it's bad too, and parts of Tampa are bad. It's very liberal. Tallahassee's liberal. But the rest of the state is pretty doggone rural. We're pretty much rednecks trying to shoot gators and water moccasins. I mean, it's, it's a place to live if, if you're tough and you can handle the hurricanes and all the other things. My deepest condolences to those people who didn't make it to this last hurricane. You know, you learned out here. You know, storm surge is real. Hurricane's real. Prepping is real. You get people coming in from up north. Oh, it's not real. Hurricanes are a joke. No, they're not a joke. They're real. Okay, I sat here with a 140-mile-an-hour wind watching my roof get ripped off the other day. And I'm thinking to myself, the other night, I'm like, I'm like this, is, this is unbelievable. I had a, like a, a strong arm to prop it under my front door because the wind was blowing on it. It's a double set of French doors, and I didn't want that breaking out in the middle of the night and basically flooding the house and getting a whole house full of wind and rain and having my windows break, broken out. It was a wild ride the other night. You know, lost a little test of that. I mean, we're up at 435 in the morning, stop, you know, pumping hundreds of thousands of gallons of water, trying to stop the yard and the buildings from flooding. It's, it was a wild place to live. Florida's a wild place to live. Before they, with, you know, a couple hundred years ago, they said, who wants to live in Florida? It's awful. It's full of snakes and reptiles and, and mosquitoes. And, and it still is. <laughs> okay. But now we're trying to cooperate and have human beings here with us too. But, guys, I really admire DeSantis for telling him. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd, good friend of mine, great man. He says the same thing. You loot, we shoot. And so this is Florida. So I like the fact that we're like this. And I like the fact that we have the ability at this point that, you know, we can say no to this stuff. Another article just came out from the Daily Caller, and it says nobody wants Biden's boosters, but he forked out billions already to Pfizer and Moderna for them anyway. (laughs) President Joe Biden burned more than $5 
billion in taxpayer funds on new COVID-19 shots that hardly anyone wants. The White House made the decision earlier in 22 before the Food and Drug Administration even authorized the new variant strain bivalent COVID-19 boosters to purchase more than $5 billion worth of them from Pfizer and Moderna. There are roughly 275 million Americans aged 12 and older, the age group that are eligible for one or more of these new boosters, and fewer than 8 million have boosted themselves since September the 1st, according to the Centers for Disease Control. This leaves over 160 million doses ordered by the Biden administration sitting on the sidelines waiting for the demand to meet supply, the demand to meet supply and or to expire. 36 million of these doses have been delivered to states so far, according to the CDC, during the initial vaccine rollout of the U.S. A number of doses went bad. Of course, they did due to the lack of demand or mismanagement in states, while others were donated to foreign countries, which poisoned the other countries when they weren't being used in the United States. So, guys, stand your ground like you've been doing. Just say, no, we're not going to do this. We're not going to be involved in any of this because we don't want to be part of this. And if we understand that we don't want to be part of this and we understand who they're, what they're doing and how they're doing it to us, you start to realize very, very quickly that when you keep your hearts and you keep your mind focused on Jesus, who's the author, who's the finisher, who's the perfecter of our faith, and you realize that all of these things that are happening around us are basically peripheral. No, I'm not saying they're not real. I'm not saying that. They're very, very real. But the peripheral, for his death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? I mean, Jesus Christ overcame both death, hell, and the grave and gave us the ability to do that. If we have faith in him, through the blood covenant that he established, the energy field that he established, the frequency that he established through the Holy Spirit and through God Almighty. It's throughout the scripture. Uh, you know, we had a, a lady out in, in Seattle. She, she wrote me a letter, and she's a musician, and she was saying how she's so amazed how we tie everything together with fractal timelines and, and energy fields and all the different things that we talk about on this show, how it strengthens her faith. And, guys, that's why we're here. We're here because I'm your family. You're my family. You guys were overwhelmingly supportive with Sharon and when, when, we had her, when, you had, when we had her celebration of life and all the flowers that you sent. Guys, thank you for that. Because I'm here for you. I want to be here with you forever, and we will be in heaven together, by the way. I just thought I'd mention that because as a Christian, we simply don't die. We just move on. That's all we do. So remember that. So don't allow them to get you down. Don't allow them to make you feel down and depressed. Don't allow them to do anything to you. They have no authority over you, and you've got to remember who you are in Christ. That's the most important thing. God, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Make sure you listen on Hagman tonight. You guys are amazing. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday and tonight. Absolutely. This is going to be a great show tonight. I know Dad's got a lot of stuff lined up, so be sure to check it out. And, uh, again, if you guys need anything, feel free to give us a call here, healthmasters.com. There's a lot of stuff going on as far as continually happening. Yeah, down here in Florida, of course. <laughs> and the good news is now we're starting to see some of the water receding back from the uh, Peace River, from St. John's, some of the other ones. I was talking to my buddy earlier that's up there in northeast Orlando, and it's starting to come down now, which is good. Now everybody can start figuring out what to do with all the flooded houses and rebuilding. This is definitely a nasty one that hit central Florida and, and west coast. Fort Myers is still pretty much gone. Um, Fort Myers Beach, uh, my buddy who's a sheriff is down there. We're still working on 
basically helping out a lot of stuff. And uh, he's been sending me constant photos and videos and everything on the ground. They got some of the swamp buggies out there, and it's uh, it's still bad, you know. And there's a lot of people that are down there. And you know, if, if you've had issues down there, you're in that area. You know, feel free to give us a call. You know, if you guys need anything as far as help with stuff, if you need supplements, feel free and ask Steve about it. If you guys are you know don't have a house or something like that. Um, feel free to give us a call. We'll be happy to try to give you, you know, a discount the best we can on any supplements you may need, like the cortisol buster, you know, uh, uh, adrenal support, anything like that. We're here to help you guys out the best we can. And uh, I know it's rough. I, I live here. I know how the state is. <laughs> and so when you have stuff like that happen and stuff gets completely damaged, uh, you know, we were blessed this time, but I've had numerous things get damaged before in storms. So again, that's why you stay prepared, and that's why you stay ready for anything. And, of course, that's why you always try to do the best you can. As far as in a situation, you know it's about to get really bad. Sometimes it's best just to leave. You know, I know a lot of people that evacuate out of that area because it just, you know, when you see something coming in that bad, it's best just to get out of town for a day or two and then come back and, you know, figure out stuff. At the end of the day, houses and cars, they could be replaced. You know, family and kids and loved ones, once they're gone, guys are gone. So always use wisdom, especially – in states like Florida. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. I was watching a, uh, a video, this, and this it just keeps getting – I'm just bringing this up. This is funny because you guys know I pick on these cars all the time. Now a video has come out on YouTube about a guy that bought an EV Hummer. And uh, basically, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> it broke down, just suddenly broke down in the middle of the road. He had to get into a turning lane and basically wait hours to be able to get towed off because the power literally shut off on it. Well, it had charge, but it malfunctioned and something blew. And uh, basically, you couldn't even pop the hood to try to reset the batteries because the hood's all electronically controlled. And um, yeah, so basically had to have it towed in. And he said it's a nightmare because unless you want to buy like the $2,500 charging system that will charge it in like a day, if you just want to plug it into a wall, it takes about 48 hours, 48 to 72 hours to fully charge. It's like I was telling you, my buddy came down here with his Tesla. And if you want to get the really fast hypercharging station that can charge it up in a matter of hours at your house, uh, that's like a $30,000 charging station from GM. Uh, so, yeah, again, letting everybody know these vehicles are cool from a – exotic standpoint if you want to have kind of a niche vehicle to drive around town and something like that trying to make 100 percent of the cars on the road into this market they know what they're doing they don't want people to be able to travel so again decide whether or not you really are going to support a lot of this stuff because remember no matter at the end of the day these manufacturers they thrive off what consumers purchase if consumers don't want these items and they don't want to buy them, they don't want to deal with them because they're just a nightmare to deal with and unbelievably expensive. I mean, that Hummer EV, I think it stickers out at like $120,000, $110,000. I mean, it's not like it's a budget-friendly vehicle at all. I mean, it's expensive. And that's, again, what they want to try to do is price people out of the market. This is why it's so important that couple weeks we get this voting cycle we get as many of these complete and total garbage clowns we can out of every state every seat anywhere we can that's trying to push this communist agenda because we're going to have to outvote them as much as we can because you know they're going to try to pull some fraud and it's time we get in there and start doing some energy reform and everything else because this this whole nonsensical road that we're on right now telling everybody by 2030 you know everything needs to be electric and all this stuff guys it's not going to happen the infrastructure isn't there at all, much less it's not even green. 
the amount of pollution that is put out in the atmosphere and in the environment when you're doing these lithium strip mines and all the other things down the line in manufacturing, producing this stuff and processing it, there is no green thing about these at all. Not to mention, not to mention, they still are going to be using rubber tires and all types of other parts that are still made from petroleum products. So again, Use your own research and use your own discernment when you start hearing people run around their mouth and bring up this rhetoric how everybody needs to go green. Climate change is real in the sense that the climate's always changing. <laughs> we got four seasons. It's always changing. There's no question about that. When people say, well, you don't believe in climate change. Well, I believe in climate change. Climate's always changing. If I'm in Florida in August, I promise you it's a lot different climate than it is in January or February down here in Florida. It changes. It's the earth. It's constantly changing. It's constantly moving. You got tectonic plates that are shifting. You got earthquakes. All these things are changing all the time. There's always things changing. But trying to pretend that we're somehow going to tax people more and tell them that they can't drive and can't have freedom. But uh, if you do that, you know, we'll suddenly be able to tackle climate change. Guys, you got to be one special moron to actually think people are going to believe you and you start spewing that out there like some of these clowns are like governor nuisance out there in california keep the truth up and keep standing up for what you truly believe also too one last story when i saw this as well this is interesting there's now more and more reports showing up and i saw this article earlier that there's essentially they did research on blood that was contaminated after shots, this is on Health Impact News. I'll post it. You guys can look at it kind of weekend. This is the name of the research study. It was called Dark Field Microscope Analysis on the Blood of 1,006 Persons After Anti-COVID-19 RNA Injections from Pfizer, meaning they tested their blood after they got the shot. And there was some very, very weird stuff in their blood. And this, this is a research study. This isn't anti-vaccine or anything like that. So this was done by multiple medical doctors and posted in the International Journal of Vaccine Theory, Practice, and Research. And uh, there's definitely some strange things that they're finding in their blood. Not, I'm not even talking about, you know, graphene oxide or whatever the stuff there were other theories on. It does very, very strange things to the blood. It really changes part of the nuclei they're showing, and uh, it's not good. So, again, it's the same thing I told you guys. This shot isn't supposed to protect you against anything. It's supposed to change you in whatever they're trying to change people into. Constantly keep the truth up and constantly keep getting the news out there. Because remember, we got to start saying the truth louder than they're yelling the lies because they're doing everything they can to try to shut us down. That's why we can't get on any normal platforms. YouTube and stuff like that, they, they won't even let us on. There's just posting thing. We're shut down. Like Our name's like blacklisted. Anything with mine or Ted's name on it that actually talks about something other than like, you know, natural supplement or, you know, natural food that's pulled off. So, again, keep getting the truth out there, my friends. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the show with Dad tonight. And we'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always.